attention, all civilians. You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Welcome back, and thank you for staying with us. We're talking about our bodies as roadmaps. It's pretty amazing how much our bodies will talk to us if we will just listen. In everyday life, even if you just got like a scratch on a finger, and you pause for a moment and you go, hmm, even like a paper scratch, you know, or paper cut. They all say something. They do. It's just really something. Which means everything is perfect, actually. You know that? Everything is perfect. You know, if you're not supposed to be having problems, there's too many stories out in the world about how problems that, that could be happening aren't for you to question the ones that are happening. Like sprained ankles, sprained knees, and people go, oh, well, you know, I just tripped. But, you know, it's such a rich source of information for your path, and so many people walk by it and ignore it and poo-poo it and don't agree. If you were to do yourself a favor and order over Amazon right now, Heal Your Body by Louise L. Hay, and then start reading it and looking at it, you know, I had a fun time with this way back when. when well, I watch f- it when it happens to you or somebody else, and you'll start seeing how accurate it is. It's really true. When I uh, when I got this book, oh, I don't know, 25 years ago, it was amazing to me how I'd start reading through it and go, my God, this is dead on, over and over and over again. And the thing of it is, is that if you will start to use this when you have different maladies, and not just justify, justify away the malady, but use this kind of a book, you will start to see areas in your life that you are needing to work on. There was this gal that I knew a number of years ago, and uh, I was doing a counseling session with her, and she started describing to me that she had uh, these kidney stones that had been removed. Was it kidney or gallbladder? It might have been gallbladder stones, actually, in her case. Gee. And so she had, uh, she had got, there it is. Boy, does that fit. So she had, uh, these gallstones removed. This is such a good example. Because what she had done is she was so attached to the negative emotions that were embedded in the gallstones, that she had them put into a jar, and then she had them at home in a refrigerator around the food that she feeds her family. (laughs) Lovely picture you paint. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. You know, so those gallstones have that attitude intense in them, and so... It's so it's filling the whole Yeah, fridge. just vibrating out right. like waves and waves right. going out. So here's gallstones. Bitterness, hard thoughts, condemning pride. You happen to remember who this is, don't you? I do. And doesn't that fit? Yes. <laughs> and, and I can also say her husband and encouraged it. <laughs> yes, he did. He's that kind of guy. Yes, he is. Righteously uh, blind to it as well. You know, you could catch him uh, stealing your house, and uh, he'll try to convince you that he's an angel. (laughs) So, you know, I suggested to this lady to, you know, throw them out, you know, like now would be good. But, you know, it's very telling that she kept them. Because what it's saying is, so here's what Gallstone says, bitterness, hard thoughts, condemning pride. 
So here's what it's saying. She is so lost in bitterness and hard thoughts that she's unable to let go of the very thing that has all that energy just, you know, embedded in it. So she's invested in that and doesn't want to let it go, basically. Yes, and this you will take to your grave and into your very next lifetime, and you will run with it again. Boy, how nasty. It is. It's utterly nasty. That's where you feel like you have the right to clobber someone else, and they think they have the right to clobber you or not, but you have that thought, and you just don't stop, and you don't stop, and you don't stop the Hatfield and McCoys. You know, it's just not worth it after a while. we got to say, you know what, this just is not getting anywhere. Everyone's losing. Do we want to invest in everyone losing? Let's let's grow up. You know, it's unfortunately true that oftentimes with negative emotions, they are wrapped up and around righteousness and arrogance. Because if you weren't righteous and arrogant, you would say, well, gosh, I have bitterness and hard thoughts. Maybe I should get over it. But it's righteousness that says, I have bitterness and hard thoughts and I have a right to them. Well, they're wrong and they shouldn't have done that and it's not right and I won't, I won't rest with it. I will not. I'm gonna, cause I'm right and I was, you know, they did it to me and I'm right. I'm not gonna settle for it. And so you don't settle. You get more and more aged, more and more decrepit, more and more nasty and you get some disease that finds you and it's lousy. You know, if you were to uh, take these bitterness and hard thoughts and just pause for just a moment and just, you know, that door that's closed to the truth, just creak it open just, just a hair and just maybe entertain the possibility that whatever it is that happened, that you had a part in it, that there was a lesson in there for you as well, and that just maybe whoever did whatever maybe if they hadn't somebody else would have because you had that lesson and so it really isn't about them at all it's really about you and what your lesson is you know the thing of it is is you know say somebody comes in and rapes you or does incest something awful and you have that coming for some reason like say last time you were a pedophile and you were all over all these kids, and you need to learn about that. So now this lifetime, somebody's trying to teach you that lesson, even though they don't understand that's what they're doing. They're just operating out of their own dark pocket. That person who does that rape or incest, they actually have not, this doesn't make it clean for them. This makes it that now they have the karma that they're going to have to pay off next time. It just keeps, we just keep serving one another back and forth in various ways. And it never ends. One of the um, beliefs that I read one time, I understand about the, the Jewish belief system, is that if this is accurate, what I read, that they're, they're waiting for, uh, karma to balance for, you know, for the Messiah to come. And, and I don't think karma ever balances. I don't think it ever can balance. Not not in this school. It's not designed to. It's designed to just keep working back and forth. So the thing of it is when we have an upset about somebody or something from way back when, if we can release our righteousness and our uh, arrogance and accept that we have a lesson involved and let go of that person no matter who they are, just let go of them, and understand 
that their due is coming. Their lesson, their karma, their lesson is coming for them to learn that what they did isn't okay. At this point, it's your turn to learn the lesson. So if you turn all those experiences back in on yourself and say, why did I have this come into my life? You will get free. It doesn't matter about all those other people. They're in their own process. They're going to figure it out at some point down the road. Isn't your problem. That's what God's for. God does a really good job at it. Not a problem. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know, when you're stuck in bitterness and hard thoughts, that's a hard road to climb out of because it's a really stuck pattern. But if you start using this book and you start reading the different uh, maladies and what's causing them on an attitudinal basis, you may indeed need to go get, like this lady had surgery to get rid of the gallstones. And probably in her case that was really smart because she's not moving very well with her spiritual lessons. But if you combine these kind of problems with surgery and working on your spiritual lessons, working on releasing bitterness and hard thoughts and condemning, work on releasing that, you will start to have a chance of not having them recur. You know, one of the ways to work on this, there's a number of ways to work on these negative emotions, but one of them is to start using affirmations. We've talked about that before on the show, and we will again. Affirmations are a great way to start going inside and changing those thoughts. For instance, bitterness, hard thoughts, condemning. You might choose some affirmations that sound something like this. I release all bitterness. I live in joy. Now, as you say, if you're a person who's stuck in bitterness and you say, I live in joy, inside of you it's going to go, uh-uh, I do not, uh-uh, because people who are living in bitterness rarely visit joy. But you got to keep doing it anyway because what will happen is when you start doing affirmations like this, I am joy, I experience joy, I release bitterness, I no longer have hard thoughts, what happens is those thoughts and bitterness start to surface in such a way that you work through them in such a way that you start to release them. You have to really want to do this with affirmations. You have to really want to do it. Otherwise, it isn't going to work very well. But this is how to start changing deep-seated emotional problems, is using affirmations to take you into the opposite world of where the problem is so that they can start to surface and get released. Yes. <laughs> Keith's off in his own world over there. You drawing pictures or what? No, I got a. Um, this, these are suggestions for our precious Mother Earth. But are you ready for me to go here? No. Okay. So another thing you can do to start working on this is uh, allow yourself to cry these emotions out. Don't stuff the. You know, people. People that get taught as kids, you know, don't cry. It's not healthy. It's incredibly healthy. Literally, when we're crying, we are uh, releasing uh, negative toxins come right out in the tears. It's very, very healthy. I recommend it to anybody. Don't allow yourself to get buried in this stuff. You know, sometimes people haven't done their emotions for a long time, and they start releasing them, and then they're like all emotions, which is good for a while, but try to manage it well. 
You can also scream where it's safe. I remember one time when I was home all myself and I was just backed up in anger and I beat on the refrigerator. <laughs> I remember another time I was backed up all <laughs> over the place and I went way out into the woods and I beat on a tree. Both times my hands were really sore afterwards, but you know what? I got it out and I moved on. That's what I did. God bless the tree. I'm sure it wasn't very nice for the tree, but, you know, it was very gracious. You know, trees are very gracious. And they, they are. And they probably were glad for you. Yes. And they, they would ground it right into the earth, too. Yeah, it was really, it was good. I really needed to do it. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know, on the particular path that I chose before I was born, I set myself up for some pretty heavy-duty uh, places to get stuck for a very long time if I wanted to. And I chose not to. And if I could get through mine, you can get through yours. I'm sure of it. You want to remember whatever emotions and backed up emotions that you have, you are big enough to get through them. You have not gotten anything given to you in your lessons that you're not able to get through. But a lot of times what you have to do is give up anger, no, give up uh, righteousness and arrogance. Because a lot of times they will keep you stuck. Here's another one you can do if you're angry at a dead loved one. Talk to them. They can hear you. When you start to talk to somebody who's died, they show up because because you've got this um, uh, energy on them in the moment, and they will respond to that. That's how the universe works. It's not a big deal. They will show up. Try to be responsible when you're expressing these old emotions. Try to... Take responsibility for your side of the story and always remember there's two sides of every story. There's always two sides to every story. And you're likely not going to know the other side of the story. You know, it's like waiting for somebody to die to go to their funeral. You know, if you haven't really done stuff and interacted and tried to get things right before the funeral, why go to it after the game's over? So, you know... All of us have our situations and problems and difficult things to face and deal with. And we would suggest that you realize that it's a somewhat of a crisis, not manic crisis, but a crisis where, you know, every day you want to advance on your problems so that you get them dealt with instead of they just stay uh, where they're in the closet or you're all dysfunctional or we try to deny it or we're all warped with it. You keep working on it and you know why is a problem in your lap? Because you're supposed to work on that. That's your road to get yourself whole. If you don't have a problem, the problem's not going to come into your face. If you don't have that need to deal with that issue, it's not going to find you. Let's talk about some uh, uh, quick examples of what a physical body problem would be and what the message is. For instance, your eyes get temporarily irritated. Perhaps there's something that you don't want to see or somebody else strongly doesn't want you to see through something. So if you got ears that are irritated, maybe you want to sit down and ponder the question. Jesus, there's something happening that I'm missing, something that I don't want to see, and take a look. 
or is somebody saying bad stuff about you? And, you know, sometimes you can find that, like your ears ring or your ears twitch or itch. Sometimes it's somebody saying really lousy stuff about you. I've seen people track that down and find the people that says, let's see, now this person always gets this lunch break right here, and that's always when my ears itch. You know, you tend to not want to go in that direction first. No, you want to, not first. You know, first you want to go and look in your own life. For sure, yes. For sure. And look hard, because like it's with too my f- easy to start pointing fingers elsewhere. Right, just like my pointer finger when I was hitting it with the hammer, it wasn't me judging me, but you know, I was being judged. But the first place you look is, wow, that's my judgment finger. Who am I Who judging? Who am I judging? That's right. That's the first place you go. And stay there for a while. Don't jump off real quick. Cause yeah, it must be someone people, else. <laughs> yeah, you know, people always want to blame. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thank you for being with us today.